Hi there, everyone. TV's Kevin Landing. I just wanted to address uh, something right at the top of the show. See, I was on I was on the Puffin Publishing uh, Twitter account the other day at Puff Pub Pod, and I and I saw that we had a new follower, and it was and it was Puffin Books, the the real actual. Puffin Books, uh, uh, you know, a subsidiary of Penguin Publishing, which is itself a subsidiary of Random House Publishing. Um, and I just wanted to, and I thought that was cool, you know, after all this time, uh, kind of getting even the slightest bit of acknowledgement from, like, the real actual book company that we've been sort of <laughs> having fun with and masquerading as uh, for almost a year now. And that's also very, very cool that I'm able to do this with, like, three of my best friends in the entire world to be able to create this dumb comedy show for you month after month. Uh, so kind of just, you know, in honor of that, um, just uh, to, to celebrate that, I just wanted to say, Listen here, you puffin' motherfuckers. We are going to come at you with everything we've got. When we amass the full might of the Puffin Publishing Podcast, you will never draw another breath. I will find you. I will learn the identity of every single one of your family members. I will learn what they are allergic to, and I will put it all over them. I will drown them. I will acquire a list of every single one of your fears, and I will use all of them against you. You will not be able to escape my might. I am everywhere. We have eyes and ears and listeners everywhere and when i activate our sleeper cell listeners you will never be able to hide again you will have to sleep with one eye open because we will find you the moment you aren't looking that's when we'll be there we will hide in your shower we will be waiting in your house when you don't know it we have ways it's time listeners listen closely Cotton candy. All right, cool. So the sleeper cells are alive. Oh, it's me, Irma Q. Rombauer, author of The Joy of Cooking. Also, I tell jokes. If you're a fan of the Puffin Publishing Podcast, there are two, two ways of showing your support. The first is by going to www.digitaltipjar.com backslash puffpubpod and leaving us a little extra something to keep the fire going to put a little bit of bread in our jar. heard me on the puffin publishing podcast and uh and there's a reason for that you see last november i bought an elf on the shelf for my family and uh the elf on the shelf he, he started telling me things and eventually he he told me to uh, to make my family go away and i did and i regret it even though the elf on the shelf tells me and tells me not to the elf on the shelf told me to live life on the road and run away and that there's gonna be bad men to try to take me away from doing his work so I, I keep on the run but i've always wanted to be on the puffin publishing podcast he didn't want me to he thought it would attract too much attention to uh, who i am and and what i've done to my my two children and uh, my husband the reason i'm here is because uh there's a there's a movie that uh one of the puffin boys is trying to get made called pet turtles it's about how one deals with life after death, after someone you love passes away. And uh, I got lots of feelings about uh, my family now that they're no longer here. And uh, I'm hoping that this uh, this here movie by uh, Puffins Vern Tooley will uh, 
help me process some of those feelings that I feel because my, my family's not here. And that, that movie, Pet Turtles, it's it's on Kickstarter right now, and uh, and you can donate to it. In exchange for your donation, uh, you can get all sorts of things such as, uh, as physical copies of the movie, the soundtrack, uh, the filmmaker, Vern Tooley, writing a song about you. Uh, your name on a tombstone, props from Hula, Vern's uh, short film, and Doom to You, the short uh, web series that uh, Kevin and uh, Vern made. And then also, in exchange for donation, like, you get a movie. Like, a movie's gonna get made. You can help a young man uh, follow his dreams. I had dreams once, but uh, now I have a nightmare. A nightmare that uh, is called Elf on the Shelf. He promises that if I don't do what he tells me, He'll hurt me bad. If you could just uh, donate to Pet Turtles, that would make me feel good because I could watch this movie maybe at a time where uh, the Elf in the Shelf uh, ain't around. And that'd also make Vern Tooley feel good because he can uh, make his dream of making a full-length feature film movie come true and uh, make a movie with all of his close friends and people he cares about. If you, if you can't donate, if you don't have any money, like me, uh, because uh, disguises uh, sure sure is expensive, you can help Pet Turtles in another way by uh, liking Pet Turtles on Facebook and uh, sharing the uh, Pet Turtles Facebook page amongst uh, all your friends. Uh, all mine are, are gone. That's what the Elf in the Shelf wanted. Uh, so yeah, like Pet Turtles on Facebook, donate to and share the Pet Turtles Kickstarter, and uh, let me tell you something, if you ever see uh, an elf on the shelf on the in the store at your local Target, I know he's cute, but uh, but don't buy it. Don't buy him because he'll make you do some uh, very disturbing, uh, dangerous things that uh, you'll uh, that'll keep you up all night uh, thinking about and uh, regretting. So yeah, take it from me. Take it from Dorothy Hathead. Uh, donate to Pet Turtles. Oh, hello, it's me, Herbert Hoover. I used to run this piece, but now I'm just another guy. If you're anything like me, you feel betrayed and distrustful of the American people. That's why I invented a system to help you get to know people better. It's Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. <laughs> Have you ever wondered if someone's trying to get a sideways look at your bunghole? Or you think some creepo's looking down your chest hole? That's what Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover is for. Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. Never feel unsafe again. Or actually, feel very unsafe occasionally when you learn when someone actually is a pervert. Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. Just listen to this audio demonstration. Hi there, young man. Excuse me? Yes? Were you looking down my chest Weep. hole? Oh, no, Weep. I wouldn't look down your chest Weep. hole. Hey, what's that beeping? Is that is that Weep. a tuba? Stunning. Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. Download Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover today. And keep a lookout in a few months when I'll be providing you a new system to transport your iced treats from one place to another. Herbert Hoover's Sherbert Mover. Call today. Herbert Hoover's Pervert Prover. In a world... Where the timeline is shattered and every famous historical figure exists at the same time. One publishing house dares try reunite the greatest literary minds in history. This is the Puffin Publishing Podcast.
Oh yes, hello there darlings and the male equivalent of a darling. It's me, the oh-so-sensual Sigmund Freud here on this sexual podcast where I tell you what people are doing as they're doing it. Today, I am proud to announce my new guest, Herman Schlerberman, the latest expert in transsensuality. Oh, hi, oh, hi, it's me, Herbert Schlerberman, the expert on human sexuality. Welcome, Herbert. It's so glad to get in here with you. Uh, please, let's, let's penetrate human sexuality together. Let's get deep let's into get... this discussion, Herbert. I have something to ask you. Ask you. Please ask anything, Herbert. Do you mind if my question is probing? I am laid for you. You can do anything with my past history. Oh, you're making me sweat. I just, I can't control these sexual desires. <laughs> I like making you damp, Herbert. And oh, so salty. Would you like to lick the salt off of me like a salt lick? Like I'm, you're a deer and caress me with your tender tongue? I'm three steps ahead of you. Yeah, I'm already puked. That's pretty surface level. Excuse me, but I found a little figure down in your jungle. Livingston, I presume. (laughs) I've had enough. I tried to find... Actress Heather Graham, I found author Heather Graham. I tried to meet Clive Cussler in an elevator. I found some ghost. I'm taking legal action. Time for me to call a lawyer. beep ba boop ba beep boop boop It's ringing. They've answered. Hello? Yeah, I'm looking for a lawyer. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, pretty good. What law firm are you from? Oh, I don't work in a law firm. I'm Al. Al Lawyer. I'm sorry, could you say that ridiculous name for me again? My first name is Al. My last name's Oya. Al Oya. What are you calling for, Bubby? Click. Click. That guy's impersonating a lawyer. I need to call the police. Beep, boop, boop. Hello, how can I help you? Yeah, is this the Metropolitan Police Department? What would you like to order? Could you back up? Do we order cops? now? Like oh, by the bushel? You. I am the proprietor of Emmett Metropolitan's Police Department Cafe. I am Greek. Click. Oh. I just want to find one service that I'm looking for. Hey, I live in New York City, approximately the Bronx, and I remember the film Gangs of New York, where you could call the fire department and they burn down buildings for you. Beep boop boop. Hello? Is this the fire department? Oh no, not at all. This is Frank. Frank Iron Man. Click. I simply cannot believe that these increasingly preposterous scenarios I find myself in are any kind of legitimate. I think I need to see a medical doctor. Ring 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 Hello, you've reached the voicemail of Brock, Brocktologist. Yes, thought Montag. That's the one I'll say for noon. 
when we reach the city. That was Fahrenheit 451. If you have any questions for me, the author, Ray Bradbury, um, I'd like to take them at this time. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. How may I help you? Uh, hi, um, my name is Phil. I am the uh, fire marshal here in town. And uh, Thank you for your work. I do a lot of brave work teaching about fire safety in the community. And Thank I you can't for... help but notice that uh, your book is a horrible piece of pro-fire propaganda. Excuse me? Well, there's fire all over the place. But I mean, it's... the main character uses fire willy-nilly. It's to serve a point. It's, uh, there's, I mean, this fire is an element of it, of course, but it's for a, a for a bigger purpose. Yes, but I can't help but notice the literal representation of fire fucking all over your book. Fire is literally in the book. It's a character literally lights fire. That's teaching kids the wrong lesson. We shouldn't be reading books about people that start fires. We should be reading books about people that put out fires. Or preferably, reading books about people who don't even know about fire. Well, it shouldn't even be brought up. I don't know if I entirely agree. I mean, fire is an element of my book, but that's not what my book's about. I just read the entire thing. It seems like you kind of misunderstood. Well, they say not to judge a book by its cover, but uh, on the cover of your book is not only fire, but the words uh, Fahrenheit 451, which, as fire science goes, is total gobbledygook. It's not a book written with firefighters in mind. We need to teach kids to practice safe fire. In fact, the safest fire is one that doesn't exist at all. May I propose change to your book? Just a no. small edit, a brief edit. No, 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 no let me, just hear me out. So, I, the title of your book is Fahrenheit 451. Now, Fahrenheit says to a young child, Fahrenheit, heat. Fire. I'm gonna go start a fire. I'm gonna burn my middle stool to the ground, hopefully with my stepdad. Now. I Now that's disagree. not what we want in our schools and in our children's brains. I agree that we don't want children starting fires. That's I understand that, that fire is what destroys books in your novel. There are many things that destroy books. Lawnmowers. What about Lawnmower 450? So you think the main character of my book should go around running over books with a lawnmower? Preferably. Or, you know, I mean, water destroys books. Why not uh, Ocean 451? Children's Swimming Pool 451? Because nothing creates images of passion in the reader's minds like a children's swimming pool. Listen, I have seen children in a swimming pool and they fucking love it. They love it more than fire. I've seen them in fire as well, and they do not enjoy that experience much more. That's horrifying. Well, Why I'm the fire marshal. I've seen a lot of shit. Thank you for all your work you did on 9-11. I can't help but notice that 9-11 was full of fire. I didn't really want to go here uh, tonight, but yes, there was a lot of fire in 9-11. Enough to melt steel beams. <laughs> Herbert Hoover's Pervert Brewer. Hello! Oh, God! Oh, I apologize for it's, sneaking! It's broad daylight and you just came out of a fucking shadow! Hello, my name is Brom. Hi, hi, I'm, uh, Kelly? Kelly! You said your husband was going to be here, I don't see any... I don't see him either, he's probably in the man cave again. Oh, I apologize. Yeah, no, it's okay, it's not, it's not ruining anything. I would love to welcome you to my lovely house. I apologize, I am not dealing with realtors. You don't look like a guy who hangs out with people a whole lot. No, I don't. Excuse me, ma'am, may I take your coat? Good lord, I thought he was a statue. Oh, don't worry. This man is a Renfield. I am a Renfield. A Renfield. Is he a person? I uh, am. Kind of. Okay. Mostly. Mostly a person. <laughs> All right. He comes with the house. He is. Oh. He cleans. Not a selling point. I wouldn't open with this. I well, clean. Just a tip Ren for future pitches. I take your coat to clean. I know. Oh, okay. He makes me uncomfortable on a number of fundamental levels. I number one, visual. Does he have to come with the house? Can you just not take him with you? Well, he's in the optional package. However, he cleans. He's not normally seen. He's Will not I ever hear him? 
Uh, speak or move or God help me masturbate in the walls? No, you actually will ne never hear him unless you find him in a room, which is usually a one out of ten chance. Okay. God, those odds are too high. Who's knocking on the outside of the world? Renfield! Oh, God! Yes. Oh, God. Renfield! Yes. No! I was yes. literally yes, just yes. promised that I wouldn't hear him whack up. This is, he is a bit nervous that I am selling the house, so... Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. It's hard to whack around new people. Well, of course. I That's... literally don't know. There's no reason for me to stay here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hear you out. I am selling this 543-acre mansion. It, the house I own... is 500... I own... Are you including, like, a hedge maze where you hunt men? Listen, I can barely get my husband to clean up his beer cans oh, the... in the living room. How am I gonna get him to clean up his beer cans in the forbidden... Hidden forest in the back of your house. That is the beautiful thing. That is the reason I included Renfield. He cleans everything very quickly. Everything. No, 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 go no. away. I, go I away. finish, I finish, and I also finish with the coat. It is your coat. It is scented with lavender. Oh, does it smell like lavender when he does it? <sighs> Yes, actually, it's very I, nice. You know, if, please, if please, I wasn't put please. off by literally everything, the fact that you just sniffed my clothes is definitely... There's not a single item in the pro column. Ma'am, I can do a soft shoe. <laughs> go, Renfield, Renfield, go away, go okay. away, go away. I, I go... I'm gonna honestly say that I thought he was about to fuck a soft shoe. Okay, Internet, it's me, Jeffrey Johnson, acclaimed satirical novelist, writer, and I write about a lot of fucking. So I'm going to voice my grievances about Pornhub.com, which is a total waste of time. Okay, so the categories, the categories, Gonzo Porn, what is that? I just think of the Muppet. I don't want to think of Gonzo the great gross-ass crooked nose when I'm fucking with my gross-ass crooked dick. It makes me self-conscious and he's blue. My dick ain't blue. Second point, Overwatch. I get it's a popular game by Blizzard. That's great. I don't want to watch all of them fuck. Very incensed about this. Ebony, I think that's a bit racist. I think <laughs> that a lot of the categorizations fetishize race on Pornhub.com, and I think it's a bit problematic. Latina, why don't I just call him Hispanic? I think they respond better to Hispanic. Ebony, just call him African-American porn stars. I think they respond better to that. Don't call him midget. Call him Heidekly Challenged. They respond better to that. I mean, I may be just a PC porn fan, but we poor fans need to move forward to the 21st century, which is why I'm gonna address my third and most important point, virtual reality. This is gonna be affordable technology in all of our homes. You, porn artists out there, Lisa Ann, I'm talking to you in particular. Strike before the iron's hot. Strike before it's even warm. You gotta warm that iron up first. Get it hot so you can already strike it. Break the barriers, Lisa Ann. I know you can do it. You have the resources, you have the research, and you're developed. So I know you can do it. Break into virtual reality porn. I want to see you in the book of history. Home entertainment, porn saved the VHS. Internet piracy, porn is fighting that fight. Lisa Ann, Miss Ann, if I may be so formal, take us to the future. Jeffrey Chauncey, out. I don't know what is wrong with me.
Welcome to Dating Advice, Jillian Flynn. Hi, you oh. it's Jillian Flynn. I was noticing that my marriage as of late has become a little dull. Hmm. And I was wondering if you had any really good advice about oh, <laughs> how to, you know, spice it up in the bedroom. Well, what you should do is, you know, go out of town to a nice hotel somewhere, leave them in the hotel room alone, but then go into the bathroom, cut yourself off, and leave your blood on the floor. And then run away and disappear. That way it's framed on him. Okay, thanks! Next caller with Jillian Flynn. Yeah. Big fan, big fan of your show, big fan of your books. Love them, love them. So I gotta go to the in-laws with my wife. They're Catholic, and you know I'm Jewish. It'd be a whole birdcage scenario. What can I do to impress the in-laws and make sure they they accept my relationship with my wife? A great way to do this. Have you considered um, uh, giving them a sacrifice of some sort, like a lamb or a child, and then just like take them there and stab them on the dinner table? Really impresses the in-laws. Shows that you really are the man of the house. It is Lent. I didn't give up murder for Lent. Problem solved. You're on air with Jillian Flynn. Uh, I went to high school with this lady and uh, I really liked her and we went on a few dates and she's never really just left my mind and I I'm thinking about trying to reconnect with her. What, what do you what do you think? I would suggest finding her on Facebook, learning her address, showing up at her house, going by there every day of every week, looking in, seeing when no one's home, break through the window with a rock, go up to the bedroom, and hide under the covers and just wait. And then when she's there, stab her in her kidney, take her to your basement, and live a long, prosperous life together. Okay, bye! Click. Hello, you're on air with Jillian Flynn. Ma'am, ma'am, don't be alarmed. I'm not? Uh, my name is, my name is Eugene. Eugene, undercover police officer. Oh. Hi, Eugene. Real, real nice, real nice talking to you. Been listening to your show for, for quite a while. I've noticed, I've noticed a little bit of a pattern, but I keep coming back to the, the fact that you keep telling people to uh, murder things. Is that correct? Would you like to say it on the official record? You'll never take me alive. Yeah, I'm over the phone. I didn't think this through. You'll never find me. I'll be gone before tomorrow. Shh. How did you chloroform me across the phone? Puffin History presents the Battle of Bunker Hill. Diary entry, June 15th, 1781. The Battle of Bunker Hill is about to begin. Hello, diary. It's me, Sam. Let me tell you about the Battle of Bunker Hill, diary. Oh, you're going to love hearing about it, diary. First off, this morning, General Kristoff from the American side had a few things to say to his boys. There, boys, let's get these meatheads off my hill. Yeah, boys, let's get them off the hill. Let's get that hill good, boys. I don't know why you're yelling. Sigh for yourselves, you meatheads. We gotta get those boys out there. I hate it. We gotta make these hills sleep with the fishies. No, I'm racist. But I heard from me mate on the British side, because I'm on the American side. We heard from me mate on the British side that General Cornwallis was amassing. The greatest army Middle-earth had ever seen. Uh, 
Alright boys, it's me, General Cornwallis. Hi. Hello boys. Hey Corny. Hey Cornwallis. You guys the uh, German mercenaries have gotten for us? That's right, Cornwallis. Yeah, that's me, German mercenary. That's right. <laughs> that's right as I expected. Anyway. Oh shit. Anyway. Shouldn't have been drinking on the job, man. Hey, no, look, fuck you, listen. What do you got in your canteen there? Whiskey. It was corn. They just said, let's send the corn ballers to the corn wallers. Yeah, no, I get that now. Anyway, we're going to go in, the, we're going to win us a war. We're going to take these rocks. Uh -huh. And you see we're standing on top of a mountain uh -huh. covered in smaller rocks. Uh -huh. Okay. Right, so we're gonna take gravel. these rocks. Gravel, yeah, gravel, yes. Gravel, gravel. Anyway, we're I'm gonna a do. Judge, I'm gonna bang my gravel. Oh my God, I'm going to court martial you. Court martial Phil. What I would say is that we throw these rocks down the hill to cause an avalanche. I'm just gonna throw one of the mercenaries. Oh no, it's an avalanche. Hey, I'll do what he do. Wee! 1080 avalanche for Nintendo GameCube. That's right. <laughs> that was British General. <laughs> It was after that point when, oh man, shit really got hairy. That's when Bigfoot showed up. Oh my god, guys, look, on the battlefield, it's Bigfoot and Sally Struthers. That's right, we're Bigfoot and Sally Struthers. We're a prog rock band. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Man, ain't that something? It's amazing what you can learn in history class. So listen, it was after that point, and oh, oh man, do we have a great time. Oh, it was three days of partying and rain there at Bunker Hill Stock. There was lots of fucking. I got me Jimmy wet, and the rest of me wet, because it was raining that day. So after the three days of festivities, the men was quickly running out of food. But that's when we brought in Cookie. Alright, now you say you need some food. That's right. We're starving. It's so without food here. See, here's your biggest problem. Here's the easiest solution. Ever wondered why they call me No Legs Cookie? I always thought it was weird that you had no legs. There's a very good reason why I don't have legs. What you need to do is you need to take your mustard and you need to find yourself a partner. Then you gotta slather the mustard all over your partner's calves. Rub it on like massaging oil, but it's mustard. Okay. And then you both lay on the ground as if you're gonna 69, but you won't. You're not 69 and you're 60 dining. They because. Call me reggae done. I am the hamburger man. What the I fuck is this? <laughs> I don't know. This is a you reference. I'm not getting it. Human beat. So oh, wait. You can't eat your human feet, but you can eat my cow's meat. Hamburger man, I can't have your ruin this for me. Wait, no, it's cool. He's got regular like meat we can eat. We don't have to resort to cannibalism. Look no, no, listen. That's traitorous rebel American meat. How is it rebel? He has a Creole accent. You missed your chance with hamburger man. Oh, Dad. damn it. No, I gotta eat my friends. No, listen. If you want to be, you know he goes if you want to be Kazakhstan, an upstanding British citizen, wait, wait, you gotta eat again? your, you gotta eat your best friend's calf. Okay. Ow. Boy, wasn't that great? Cartoon bite sound effects and everything. War sure is hell. Speaking of hell. So, uh, are you are you stoked for the for the big battle tonight? I'm so excited, man. So pumped. Hey, dude, you know what I was thinking? What? I think I'm gonna go out on the battlefield tonight. Yeah. I think I'm gonna get my red badge of courage. Are you gonna get your red badge of courage? Right? Yeah, I Will really do? think so. Yeah, I, I I was I was looking at a, a British officer oh out there. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I don't know. I, I I think he's the one. I think he's gonna be my red badge of courage. Oh my god, really? Yeah, oh my god. I think so. I'm so excited for you, man. I know. I'm really excited. I've been waiting so all war to get my oh red my badge god. of courage. No, it's, it's listen. Finally... I got my red badge at the last war. Did you really? Yeah. What was it like? It was okay. Like let me tell you, it's scary at first, uh -huh. but then you just gotta 
just got like you just gotta take a bayonet, uh-huh. just go at it, just keep going, and eventually you'll hit a rhythm that works for you and your partner because you both gotta be happy. So here's my thing. I'm yeah? just like really nervous about yeah. my first red no, badge. Listen, it's fine. Your first red badge is always gonna seem the biggest deal, but uh-huh. once you start warring long enough, you'll learn that it's just a red badge. And what what's most important is to find someone you wanna get red badges from more than once. Gary, I'm just really nervous about you know getting my first red badge and I'd, I'd like to practice. Can you stick your bayonet in me? Uh, just a tip, just a tip, just uh, a tip. Uh, oh, oh god. Uh, uh, the, uh, the badge is forming. The badge uh, is forming. Oh god. Uh, oh god. Oh. Uh, oh, uh, Keith. Or my Keith. Let's stop the war and go get married somewhere. Let's. Okay. Okay. Boy, those guys really interrupted me, huh? <laughs> Just like right in the middle of the thing I was doing. But anyway, let's fast forward to the end of the battle when, I don't know, General Cornwallis won. Wow, isn't it great? Wow, I won all the time. Yes, even th- did it. Yeah, we I did just it. kept shoving you off cliffs, starting avalanches, yeah. and you just kept coming back. And that's how the Colorado Avalanche hockey team was formed. My head hurts. Even though Colorado is not a thing yet. The rest of this feels solid, though, like historically solid. Everything right up until that, until we mentioned the state of where Denver's at, everything seemed pretty We're really up. breaking the whole fucking canon of the universe, huh? Oh my god, I think there's a time rip happening right now oh my gosh i'm falling into it back on my help me boys excuse me it's me hg wells i've been traveling through time in order to find some way of help i'm after this guy matt damon grimm yeah that's right you know you want to kill matt damon grimm i want to kill matt damon grimm i want to kill him hold up i've missed a few weeks it's the puffin publishing podcast TV's Kevin Lanigan, Norm MacDonald, All-Star Pitcher Randy Johnson, Hoochie Coochie, Joe Conroy, Happy McGee, Sad McGee, Angry McGee, Justin Germerall, Wookie McGee, Klaus Kinski, my best Fiend, Burn Tooley, special guest Kirby Weber as Jillian Flynn, and Elizabeth Ann Swanson as some lady on the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, the end of the podcast. Tune in next month for another exciting series of sketches about the great literary minds in history. You can follow the Puffin Publishing Podcast on Twitter at PuffPuffPod and like us on Facebook. If you like what you hear and want to spread it around, rate and review us on iTunes. That's how people manage to find us in this great simmering sea of shit we're all stuck in. You can find a web series from Puffins on TV's Kevin Lanigan and Vern Tooley called Doomed to You on YouTube.com. And you can find an alternative web series called Pooned to You on YouTube.com. Not proud of it, but it's there if you want to find it. It's February. Make sure you get fucky. Check out the Kickstarter for Vern Tooley's next film, Pet Turtles. You can still donate today, and you should do it, you cocksucker motherfuckers! The world is hopeless! Make something good happen and 
done, 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 done. Calm down, man. <sighs> You're going to give yourself a heart attack. Oh, oh it's happening right now. Oh, I, I'm... I'm floating I, in a sea of medication I'm trying gonna... to deal with the rampant series of illnesses and mental disorders I've been shackled with by our cruel god. I'm really worried about Don. I think he's only got about two episodes left in him. I think so, too. Um... Oh, what good timing that would be for the end of Puffin Volume 1. You can find the Puffin Boys live on April 1st at the Monocle in St. Louis to commemorate their one-year anniversary. I'm going to go get the sedatives. Oh. You lay a you straight yeah. you get the straight jacket yeah, and yeah. also if you can get him down in the bed okay it's, it's okay cool. don the it's gangsters done. It's have okay. my wife don it's okay it's okay i'm aware pardo i have no, no bones oh tasty comfy sleeve hold on this is unsettling no okay no it's fine don pardo cannot be silenced okay 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 go to sleep go to sleep okay okay i'll finish i'll finish this Okay. You put him in. You put him in bed. Oh, oh, what's that? Oh, I think we have a trespasser in the palace. Ooh. Oh yes, I'm going to usurp your palace, take all the royal czars from within, and execute them for their crimes against the people. Oh yes. Oh, brave knight, uh, sheath your sword, I can't take your shaft. It's, it's getting red everywhere. Anyway, let's take a color to ask questions for the two of us. That's not where I was going. Where were you going? Please take us there. Cut out the... Yeah, cut out the color thing. I'm redacting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Color. Yes, excuse me. Do that whole thing. Yeah, again. Okay. Don't say you're redacting the color. <laughs> I will do that in post production. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, here's a message for you from the past. Don't invest in Betamax, Kevin. It was a bad idea. <laughs> good note. Good note. Okay. I'm sorry. Hi, I'm Lin-Manuel Miranda, the creator of Hamilton. Eat a brick! This has been a Talkback Podcast.